Hello, my friends. Uh, Skip here. Another episode of Finding Meaning, a podcast that I hope facilitates in your life uh, deeper meaning. And uh, I do these to simply, uh, hopefully, equip you a little bit uh, for your journey through this life, uh, because it's very easy, and I have seen it a thousand times or more, for people to go through this life with uh, very little meaning, and certainly with no substantial meaning at times. Uh, I want to talk about being aware of ourselves. Maybe I should name the podcast, uh, Beware Yourself. You know, so much of the spiritual quest, or what we uh, modern people have made of the spiritual quest, has to do with thinking about things outside of you. You know, uh, you attend a a religion, uh, you maybe go to a self-help group, you read self-help, and a lot of it, uh, most of it maybe, is geared toward just building another facade that you can present to the world, another person, if you will, you can present to the world. Uh, If you have the right morals, or if you have the right beliefs, or if you have the right amount of money in your checkbook, or if you have X, Y, Z, you know what I'm saying. That so much of what we proclaim in our modern society as things that give us meaning are projected outward. If I could just have the right partner, if I could just have the right job, if I could just find the right religion, if I could just have enough money in the bank, if I could just have these things that are external, that are projected out from us. The truly sad part about that is, is that's not where meaning lies. Meaning is in us. It is a part of us. It is central to our journey. Incredibly important for us to understand that distinction. That if we're going to find meaning, we have to go within ourselves, And we have to look at all those parts and pieces of ourself that exist. And I would say that's why most people abandon the true spiritual journey. I would also say that's why people substitute uh, a genuine spiritual journey for something more shallow. Because at some point, you have to look at yourself. I've seen it many times. People will enter therapy or people enter counseling as individuals or as couples. And when the therapy, if the therapist is good... 
when that therapy gets close to the bone, when it gets close to be, being able to name someone's brokenness, uh, those people will bail out. I've seen it before in marriage, in uh, uh, therapy for married people, marriage counseling, where they will come in and uh, one spouse will gladly point out the other spouse's problems and tell the therapist, if the therapist is worth their weight in salt, gets to that person's problems and then quite often the therapy ends. Because going inward is the hardest thing to do. It means admitting a lot of things. It means examining a lot of things. It means looking at our own agenda and our own brokenness. I would say it's the most rare thing that people can do. Because people don't want to do it. What we want to do is we want to have a a framework of belief so that we can uh, make decisions through that framework of belief about how our reality should be and our society should be. Let me give you an example. Uh, Let's say you choose a certain political persuasion. And the reason I'm being so vague about which persuasion is because I believe this is true of any political persuasion or any religious persuasion. But let's say you pick uh, something to believe in. Something sounds right to you. Something sounds good to you. And you invest in that uh, type of politics or type of religion, whatever it may be. What you end up doing is you end up fusing those beliefs to your soul so tightly that you end up defending them as who you really are. The sad thing is they're not who we really are. One of the saddest things I've ever seen <clears throat> was people who, who proclaimed an open mind, who proclaimed to, to be about social justice And they would then judge and condemn everyone but them. Beware the person who says they have an open mind, by the way. My point is this, that the attempt or the journey of of finding any meaning in our life means letting go of things and moving into new things. It means looking at who we really are. It means looking clearly in the mirror at the things that we are capable of. The things that we as individuals are capable of. It means, you know, as as Carl Jung would say, it means working through your shadow side. It means knowing that there is within you these things that are not always pleasant, uh, are not always easy, but they are part of you. So often religion has been about keeping those broken and dark parts of ourself at arm's length, not dealing with them. 
so often modern spirituality has been more about the denial of the human self than anything else. It's about pretending to be holy rather than examining what it really means to be holy, what it really means to be sacred. And what I'm saying, what I'm offering to you is this, that, that all of those pieces of who we are are, are sacred. But we can only use what is sacred if we are aware that they are sacred. That there is importance to how we think, who we are, how we act, what we do, both good and bad. And we are the biggest con men, con people, to ourselves that exists. Let me say that again, that we have the ability to con ourselves out of accepting ourselves, to fool ourselves into thinking that we don't have to do that inner work. One of the great gifts I have seen in, in my life is the recovery from addiction that I experienced and then the work I did with addicts as they worked on uh, becoming sober. Now, very few make it, unfortunately, but on occasion I would find a person where that light bulb would go off and they would have a moment of self-realization, that moment of clarity that Bill W. talks about in the AA Big Book. That moment when you go, oh my God, it's all within me, isn't it? Both the good and the bad, the right and the wrong, the broken and the healed, it is all contained within my psyche, within my being, within the energy that I am. And they often have a bit of a lament, at least I did, that I didn't realize it sooner, that I used chemicals and alcohol to dole that, to, to get rid of that, to keep it at arm's length. But it doesn't take just chemicals and alcohol. You can be in denial of who you really are uh, for all sorts of reasons. Culturally, we're taught to pretend that things are okay. That if things are okay on the surface, then things must be okay. We are taught to stay in the shallow end of, of the spiritual pool, if you will. To not dare to swim out, to experience more, to examine ourselves more. Someday, uh, when I get into more sort of specific topical podcasts. I'll do a podcast on the 12 steps, which is really a wonderful way to go into that self-examination kind of, of mode, because that's really what we're talking about. It's not the only way, but it is a way. Uh, cognitive therapy, uh, there's, there's many ways in which one can enter into that process of self-realization. But the first step is this, that we have to realize that it has to be done. Just like the couple who comes in for marriage counseling and 
they fall into the same dynamic that brought them there in counseling, where maybe one or both will not go into that inter, inner place and, and examine their, their fault, their uh, place in the situation, their place in the dysfunction of their marriage. Truth is, a lot of people never have enough crises in their life to be forced to do self-examination. A lot of the so-called leaders of spirituality and of politics and of economics, many of those folks have not um, had need to self-examine. I really believe this is what Jesus is talking about when he talks about how money can interfere, how material uh, wealth, material goods can interfere in your spiritual journey. Because if you have everything you want, there's no need to self-reflect. There's no need to look at the broken pieces of your life. You have everything. So I look at my life and I look at those moments of devastation, and there have been many often brought about by my own hand, and I'm grateful for them. Where I sit today, I'm grateful for them because they have dislodged my ego and made me self-reflect. And in the midst of that self-reflection, I have to take responsibility for my actions. And in the midst of taking responsibility for my actions, I have to look at the broken pieces of my life. But I don't have to do that with shame and guilt. See, the experience of the transcendent love that is God that I have had uh, offers me an anchor. I have experienced in my life not only the darkness, but pure unconditional love. Uh, Unconditional love from humans, a few, uh, and spiritually from God, from the universe, from my higher power. So I know that this self-reflection that I have to go through is not about piling shame and guilt upon shame and guilt. It's about letting go of it. It's a moment of confession, if you will, to myself about what I am and what I am not, what I'm capable of and what I'm not capable of. It's about realizing your own agenda. It's about coming to terms with those dark pieces of your being It's about celebrating the light pieces of your being also. We can talk about our society. We can talk about religion. We can talk about economics. And and I do a lot of that. And it's all important stuff on the journey of finding meaning. But none of it's going to matter if we can't look in a mirror and say, you know, here I am. There are parts of me I don't like. There are parts of me I like. Here I am. I have hurt people and I have been hurt by people. Here I am, capable of such nightmarish action and capable of such joyous action. Because what it means to be human is is both, my friends. It means to be both and all that we are on the human journey. Now, I'm not saying that we should pick the bad side, uh, the bad things, the hurtful things, uh, when we consciously pick an agenda that is harmful to other people, we are flirting with evil. We don't want to do that. The human heart is where evil uh, derives from, and 
we don't want to have an agenda of harm. There is a saying in the 12 steps that there are certain people who can't get the concept. Uh, may God have mercy on their souls is, is, what, is what is said, if I remember right, in some of those meetings. And what they mean by that is there just are some people who, who have shallowed their souls so much that they'll never get to self-reflection. They'll never get to a moment of clarity. It will always be about their own agenda. And if someone gets in their way, they will harm people for their own agenda. I'm convinced that I think, well, I hope, maybe I should say that. I hope that if you're listening to this podcast, you understand what I'm saying. That you you have the ability to work through your own darkness, to move through your own shadow, to crucify the old you, let it sit in the tomb for three days and then have a new you resurrected. That's really, brothers and sisters, what that story is about. I hope that you know, as Buddha was, uh, you can sit under the Bodhi tree for 40 days and come out enlightened. You can face the temptations in the desert and come out enlightened. But the journey has to happen. Um, <clears throat> there's a, a, a lyric in a song. Oddly enough, it, I'm not a huge fan of Christian music necessarily, but I really did enjoy one band called Jars of Clay. And they have a lyric that goes, blessed are the shallow for the depth they'll never find. Now that is sort of a, I don't know if it's sarcasm, it it certainly is a, a warning. And what they're saying, what I've always believed that uh, those lyrics meant is that uh, the road is narrow the deeper you go into your soul. And that, you know, it's not always a pure blessing. That when you go to the deep end of the, of the spiritual pool, there's a chance you can drown. You need to tread your own water. Blessed are those folks who don't get this because they get to hang around. But here's the problem. Uh, although there's a little sarcasm in that lyric, there's nothing to be learned ultimately in the shallow end of the spiritual pool. There's nothing to be learned in dwelling in one's own ego and one's own agenda. The truth of meaning has to be found in the deep end. You've got to swim out to those ropes. You've got to be out there where your feet can't touch the bottom. And you've got to trust that those around you have your back. And you've got to trust that, that the universe is making you buoyant. And you've got to look at yourself and you've got to ask yourself about the fear you have. One of my all-time favorite uh, movie sort of uh, collections, if you will, is Star Wars. I'm a big Star Wars fan. And there is a moment in um, a Star Wars movie 
I want to say it's Empire Strikes Back, but forgive me if that's wrong. When Luke, the hero, who is becoming a, a Jedi Knight, when he has to face himself in a cavern, the same thing happens in, in the more modern Star Wars movies with Rey also. If you're a Star Wars fan, you know what I'm saying. That there's a few times in those movies where the hero has to face themselves, their own darkness, their own fear, their own self-loathing, their own brokenness, their own wounded little child. We have to face it, folks. We have to face our own brokenness and our own darkness. We have to face uh, our past with all of its wounds. If we're ever going to find meaning, we have to do that work. I'm going to offer you some suggestions because I just don't want to say that and walk away from this podcast. Find a good, open-minded therapist if you're able. A good, open-minded counselor if you're able. Find a, a, a religious professional that is completely open-minded. I want to put a little warning on that, that you need to find someone who doesn't have a, a religious agenda, but a spiritual agenda. Find someone, a confidant, anyone, a, a spiritual counselor, a spiritual mentor, uh, a spiritual guide who will help you work through that darkness and brokenness. Because we don't have to do it alone. We don't have to do this alone. There are people who will help us. So beware yourself, my friends. Beware your own denial. Beware of your reluctance to deal with the shadow side of things. Beware of your own closed-mindedness. Beware of, even if you feel in your gut that you are on the right side of history, in the right political party, etc., etc., beware of all that. Because we can fool ourselves. I hope this helps. Um, They always help me. And I just want you to know that you're cared for. I know that a lot of you I don't know who listen to these things. uh, But know that you're cared for. And I hope that these podcasts help. Take care, my good friends.